This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates LTD or Compass in Connecticut. If you'd like more information about what you hear during today's show, give us a call 800-339-9252 or visit us online at compass-ltd.com. While you're at the website, scroll on down to the radio section of the page and you can check out past shows. You can subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions about today's show, topics you'd like to hear in future shows, or to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting. Well, folks, the calendar is now turned to November. And in many parts of the country, there's an increasing chill in the air. But, you know, that means we just celebrated Halloween, you know, the spookiest time of year. While Halloween's probably, uh, everybody's Halloween probably looked a lot different this year because of this ongoing pandemic. For There's, sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I really hope there was still an opportunity to have some sort of fun with your kids and enjoy some trick, tricks and treats, right? And uh, maybe even pass out some candy or get some candy with the kids. With that in mind, that Halloween season in mind, I want to discuss some of the potential retirement mistakes that you can make and the potentially hair raising impact they can have on your Uh, post working life. Uh, And today also happens to be the day we're recording. This is actually election day. So talk about spooky. Um, But before (laughs) we venture any deeper into potential retirement mistakes, I'd like to introduce my favorite spooky character. I mean, spooky from the get go, Tony Shore. (laughs) Tony, how you doing? All right. Well, wow. What an intro. Uh, I don't know where to go from there, but thanks for having me on the show, Matt. And uh, I realize I can be a little scary at times. Um, uh, I'll take that. Uh, I'm a little ghoulish. Uh, But you're right. Hey, today is election day, the day we're recording the show. Uh, When most people hear it, it'll already be the weekend. Maybe we'll know. No, we won't know. We won't know by then. Probably not. It's probably going to be a few weeks. They've got over 100 million uh, early votes to count, plus whatever comes in today. So it could be a while. You think it's going to be a while? I I can't. I think there'll be a couple elections that are decided today. I don't think that our you know big national one will be. Uh, with everything that's going on, with all the. I, I can't imagine that it's decided today. There's no way. And I don't, and I can't imagine that's decided by the weekend. You got to hope it is. There is though, you know, for the people that are listening here, there's there, I read this letter to an editor and I want to read it here. It's from Steve Garrington in Davenport. I'm going to guess Iowa. Uh, yep. Davenport, but, Iowa. Yeah, I mean, there, I'm, there's probably other Davenports, but I, I saw this when I mistakenly went on social media this week. Uh, but, I uh, I just wanted to read this one because this is uh, I, I'm my biggest concern is you know people have tomorrow off to grieve if if somebody wins and uh, 
you know, on other people, there's a good chance there'll be riots tonight. There's been riots and, you know, for months now for over things that people are blaming on presidents. And I, I just want to read this one because I think it's really important. And I want to, I don't know if this person wrote this or lived it, but either way, it's got the right message. And so it starts, it says, I got on an airplane last year with other passengers. As I watched the pilot go into the cockpit and lock the door, I realized I didn't know anything about him. Was he the best pilot the airline had or was he the worst pilot in the nation? That began to concern me. If I had met the pilot, I might not have been happy with him being in charge. What if I really didn't like this pilot? What if he had character flaws? What if he almost got kicked out of pilot's training? I did not choose him. He wasn't my choice. Somebody else chose him for this flight, not me, but he was the pilot. Still, we were going to fly together. So one thing was certain. I did not want him to fail. If he fails, we all fail. I read the emergency card and I was alert for, for any trouble, but I hoped for the best. Maybe he wasn't the worst pilot or maybe he was, but that didn't matter. I wanted him to succeed. I didn't want him to fail. I think a lot of us need to remember that, our, about, our, that about our president. It is sad that some people want a president to fail. Although I didn't want Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, or Donald Trump to be president, I definitely did not want them to fail. Whoever is president, we should hope for the best. There are no winners in a plane crash and no winners in a divided nation. And I, that one just, yeah, that one just hammered me right between the eyes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I think I really, really wish my wish for all of you, for anybody listening, for you, Tony, for all of us is that the message that's in there. And again, I don't know if he lived it or wrote it, but either way it was done right. And uh, there, there are no winners when, you know, when a nation is divided. A house that is divided cannot stand, right? So let's, uh, and maybe for some people that's the goal, but I think we just need to surround ourselves with those people that believe that there's no winners in a divided nation. And that, uh, the best thing is whoever wins, whether it be tonight or this weekend or the end of December or the beginning of January, whenever it finally comes to rest, uh, I think w- what we want for them is to succeed. So. I just wanted to get that out there. Before I we think got that's awesome. Uh, and I would agree, Matt. I mean, uh, it, it's hard when we're, uh, to quote a Jefferson Starship album, knee deep in the hoopla. Um, <laughs> album title there by Starship. But uh, I One always like that one. political philosophers, yes. <laughs> we're knee deep in the hoopla right now. Uh, that's mm-hmm. for sure. So uh, we're talking about uh, spooky retirement mistakes. Is that yeah, what we're that's, talking that's about? Yeah, that's, that's where we're at. Is that the one? That's the, that one. the one. So let's get let's get rolling with that. And there, there was a um, there's a Kiplinger article, uh, 16 retirement stakes you will ne- you will regret forever. I have to be honest, a number of items mentioned in the article are bound to give you nightmares, Uh-oh. like just like a horror movie. Now, the first potential mistake the article urges you to avoid like a house with lights off during trick-or-treating, is hastily relocating. If you live in a four-season climate, the notion of yet another winter of frigid temperatures, snow blowing your driveway, may not sound like a good way to enjoy retirement. But if you move someplace warm, for example, are, are you entirely sure you'll be okay living in a community you aren't familiar with? You know, will golf and walks on the beach and maybe some afternoons around the pool really make up for being a long that long of a distance from your family and friends? Mm, good point. I mean, those are great questions to ask. And in my mind, Matt, you should probably visit your potential relocation destination a few times before you take the plunge and move there. I, mm-hmm. I think it might even be a good idea to rent for a while before you actually make a purchase. Uh, and who knows? Maybe that new hometown uh, doesn't get into the holidays like you want, or 
you know, they do things differently. It might not feel right. And, and to me, that sounds pretty scary. Yeah. Some, you know, a lot of people make a move just because they think there's a better tax situation in a different state and they end up regretting it because their life suffers as a result, you know? So, right. I mean, you can move to South Dakota and not pay any state income tax, but you're living in South Dakota. Right. And how many times can you visit the Badlands or wall drug (laughs) or, or my favorite, the corn palace in Michigan. I've been there. The corn palace. It's a building covered in corn. It's you it, can't, it's a gym. It's a gym with corn on the outside. Yeah, you can't. I mean, Mitchell Corn Palace. Come on. <laughs> I I did go. And, yep. and I, actually, how many times could you visit the Badlands? Pretty much me forever. But the but, Badlands are beautiful. Honestly. They really are. And I mean, uh, the buffalo and going over to you know Custer State yeah. Park. And it's beautiful there. It, it is a pretty place. But, you know, all that said, you're still in South Dakota. There's no ocean. You are, uh, no, but- <laughs> you are in the middle besides uh, Sioux Falls, which is a pretty decent town on the east side. And then Rapid City, the Badlands and the Black Hills on the west side. Everything in between is well, in between. In between. It's in between. Yeah. yeah. So uh, how about another potential mistake sure. besides being in between there uh, and uh, falling for financial scams? You know, oh. more than three million Americans filed fraud complaints with the FTC as recently as 2016. And of that number, 37 percent were filed by people 60 and older. Oh. And all told, they reported forking over seven hundred and forty four million dollars to the scammer. So the best way to protect yourself is be suspicious of anything asking for wire transfers or fees to receive a prize or anything aggressively seeking your bank account number, credit card number, social security number, pretending to be your grandkids, all those things. You heard them. Look them up. If you don't know what the most recent scams are, Google it online. Don't fall victim to it. Remember, you don't know anybody, anything. So if something gives you an off feeling in your gut, trust it. Yeah, and stick to that timeless wisdom that if something sounds too good to be true, it probably is. I mean, it's like... That almost sounds too good to be true. It's like when you were a kid and you heard a rumor that somebody was giving away the full king-size candy bars on Halloween, but then you got there and it was just the fun size. It was candy corn and Tootsie Rolls. Oh, ooh. (laughs) My teeth didn't like either of those. They were homemade corn muffins. Which are great on a Sunday, oh, but not corn muffins. But not, Who got that not trick, trick or treating. Or treat that's no, that's not right. <laughs> that, there's nothing fun about fun size either. Let's let's you know let's yeah, put it on the table. Let's be real. So another another potential mistake you should work to avoid: idea you'll be able to work longer than sixty five if you want to. Now that article notes there was a Transamerica Center for Retirement Studies and the survey explained that over half of the respondents intended to work past their 65th birthday. But here's the kicker to this. According to the U.S. Department of Labor stats, only one in five people older than 65 is employed. Now, maybe it's just that one in five want to be, but may not. The best plan may well be to understand that working past 65 may be largely out of your control. So act accordingly by saving, working with a financial services professional to explore products that may provide you with stable retirement income. Yeah. And I think a lot of people may see their own perspective change on this one. I mean, if you're in your early fifties, you may say, I like my job. I can imagine doing this for a long time, another 20 years, but then you get in your early (laughs) sixties, you may be at a point where Retirement can't come fast enough. I mean, you just never know. So your strategy should be to address several different scenarios. Plus, your health uh, plays a role in all this, too. 
that's one of those things we always do in the planning process for people is, you know, when do you re- want, want to retire? There's step, you know, there's scenario one. When can you retire? That's scenario two. What about if we do it here or here? It's always best when you can find out you can, you know, we can come up with strategies to retire them earlier so that they can work longer if they want. But I don't find a ton of people end up doing that in the end. So my my experience kind of matches some of those numbers as well. Uh, now, the next potential mistake is putting off saving for retirement. So, uh, you know, there's a there was a it was a bank rate survey. No, some the, the survey respondents older than 50. They expressed regret at waiting too long to sock away money for that post work part of their lives. If you're one of those people that waited too long, though, it. it it's never too late, right? Once you turn 50, you can contribute catch-up payments to your various retirement accounts. So in 2020, that means you can put an additional 6,500 into your 401k beyond the standard 19,500. For IRAs, you can contribute another $1,000 beyond the standard 5,500. So while it may, you may not get, you know, the 30 years of compound interest, you can play catch-up in those better earning parts of your lives. Well, yeah, great point. And I think this is really important to understand. But more importantly, you need to work with a financial professional, somebody you can trust to look at the big picture, put that plan in place, help you make the right decisions that are going to benefit you financially. So how can our listeners do that? Uh, It's easy. You can give us a call, 800-339-9252, or you can visit us online at compass-ltd.com. All right. And you're listening to The Financial Compass. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. And of course, I'm here with the man himself, Captain Matt and uh, Matt Brunner. And Matt, you've been talking about, you know, discussing some of these potential retirement mistakes we can make. And, you know, it it's spooky. Uh, not yeah. as bad as year old candy corn, but uh, the, the kind of spooky <laughs> that can horrifying. take a bite out of your wallet. So, you know, some of these mistakes, they're just lurking in the shadows, getting ready to jump out and scare us, aren't they? Yes, they are. And before we went to the break, we talked about, you know, the mistake of putting off saving for retirement. Now, the next one I want to talk about is claiming Social Security too early. Ooh, you scared uh, me. I didn't mean to, but I should be. You know, while you can begin claiming Social Security when you turn 62, your monthly check is could be reduced by as much as 30 percent for the rest of your life. And if you wait until your full retirement age, which is currently between 66 and 67, depending on when you were born, you receive 100% of your benefit. And if you wait until you turn 70, you'll get an additional 8% for each year between 67 and 70. Now, there's no additional increases after you turn 70. So for a lot of people, that big 7-0 is the magic number. Yep, it is. And of course, then there's uh, 72 when you have to start taking required minimum distributions as well. RMDs. Oh, the greatness of RMDs. Really massive donuts. But <laughs> I, I can't think of many things uh, more worrying than leaving money you're entitled to just sitting on the table. Uh, so if you're in good health and you enjoy your work, there's a lot of economic incentive to keep working until you're 67, if not 70, then that's what you're saying, right? Well, there's that. Let's not take, you know, let's remember what we talked about in the beginning. That may be out of your control. So proper planning ahead of time to maybe cover that gap, work with some of the assets you have in that time that don't have that guaranteed 8% roll up may be sometimes the better option to take care of some of your problems before those 70, that age of 70 rolls around. But, uh, you know, the biggest, the biggest part of this piece is planning ahead. Uh, and, and listen, I get it. Retirement's exciting. 
you know, and people want to get there, you know, but you can't head out trick or treating at four o'clock and you have to wait for the right time. Not everybody has their light on. You might not even know if they have their light on at four o'clock, you know, sundown is when you start going trick or treating. That's a social contract we signed, Tony. No. And you know, the same things for social, social security contract we've signed. <laughs> I don't know. Waiting, (laughs) waiting, you know, is kind of the same thing for Social Security. Now, the next mistake is borrowing from your 401k. On the surface, taking a loan from your 401k can seem like a good idea because if your plan allows borrowing, you'll often have up to five years to pay it back along with the interest. But short of an actual emergency, you're almost always better off just leaving that money alone until you retire. Now, as the article notes, during the months you've taken a loan, you're likely to also stop making contributions, which also means that you're not getting a match from your employer. So it just keeps compounding. Yeah. And let's not forget about that interest you mentioned. I mean, if you borrow from your 401k, you're going to end up paying the interest with after tax money before paying taxes on that same money again after you retire. And I mean, that's a scenario that is scary. I'm right with you on that one. Eh. Then the next potential retirement mistake may seem a little counterintuitive at first, but it makes sense when you think about it. And the mistake is getting rid of too much stuff too soon. I get it. Minimalism is all the rage these days and getting rid of stuff you truly don't need is never a bad idea. However, it's possible that if your retirement free time leads to several trips to goodwill, you may come to regret it. And also, if you just start looking at everything as something to get rid of, there might be some stuff you get rid of that you shouldn't. You want to be thoughtful about what you're taking out of your life. It can sting if it turns out you tossed out something with sentimental value. But what about if you trash old financial records or legal documents that you assume you no longer need only to have turn out that you did still need them? I could do a lot more than just sting. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, I would I would say so. That's definitely a hair raiser. Obviously, a lot of retired people are going to downsize from the home they raise their kids in to something more manageable. I mean, my wife and I have already talked about that and we're a ways off of retirement. Uh, And that means a lot of possessions naturally have to go. I admit we're a little bit, uh, we're kind of hoarders. We have a lot of stuff. I mean, you live in one place for 23 years, you accumulate a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, But hey, don't forget how it felt uh, a week after Halloween this week when you discovered your mom had thrown out the rest of your trick-or-treat loot because she assumed you didn't want it anymore. That's that's what she told you. She knew you wanted it. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) <laughs> and that last bit of candy disappearing from under your bed, that is a childhood nightmare. I'm sure a lot of people have experienced PTSD uh, but, from that one. Yeah. Listen, you know, where we're at here, let's, let's, I just want to take another quick break. There's so many of these things that can come up. And chances are when you're working with a trusted financial professional, they've seen what these mistakes can do. They've, they know what these mistakes are. You don't have to go it alone. The greatest athletes have coaches. Not everybody is raised to be the greatest financial uh, guru in their own life. So find a coach, find somebody you trust, you work with. If you'd like to talk to us about it, give us a call 800-339-9252, or you could visit us online at compass-lt.com. We'll sit down, talk about some of these mistakes, talk about what your goals are, your needs are, your wants are, and we'll help you take the steps you need to put together that comprehensive financial plan. And then anything you want to do with us in there, 
you can do as well. So, you know, we're, we are comprehensive in our approach to things and we're comprehensive once that plan's done and helping you manage and maintain that entire picture for your financial life, kind of quarterback the rest of your financial life for you. Uh, and it's all that initial consultation. It's complimentary. There's no obligation. Uh, there's no fee. You can come in sit down and we'll go over those things and decide, you know, what's the next best steps for you to take. Sure. So in fact, speaking of the next step, what's the next uh, item you want to talk about? Uh, there's, uh, there's one that the and this is one of those things that they talk about forever. And to start it off, it's timeshares. You know, once you've Oof. punched the little, yeah, well, they're good and bad. Don't get me wrong. Once you've punched the literal or metaphorical time clock for the last time, you're probably ready to get out, see the country. With that in mind, a timeshare might seem like a great idea, but there's a mountain of evidence suggesting you shouldn't do it, or at the very least, you need to be super, super considerate in what you're doing here. Beyond the money you first pay, there's maintenance fees, assessments for renovations. Don't forget about the cost of traveling to and from your timeshare. If you change your mind and want to time out from your timeshare, well, market's saturated with them, so selling them isn't going to be so easy. Uh, you know, you got to, but you know, let's face it, if you had a second home, if you had a vacation home, there are a lot of these same things. So it, it can be very scary, but you have to really think about it. Well, yeah, you you definitely do. And I think that's really important. I'm glad you brought that up. But, you know, the feeling you get in a vampire movie when the music turns <laughs> ominous and that coffin lid is slowly opening. I get the <laughs> same exact feeling whenever I hear the words timeshare. Yeah. And uh, so let, let's if you're good, uh, there's a lot to be talked about on this one. I can tell you this from experience. My parents bought timeshare and it was in Nantucket. We've been going to Nantucket our entire lives, but they got a great deal on it. It's paid for itself in our family vacations. Our whole family gets to go there. My kids still go there. Three generations of our family have, uh, enjoyed this place. And we, it was all done on timeshare that, that particular piece of real estate, good luck. You know, most of the people that live there can't afford to live on the island. So something like that, maybe not a bad idea. Uh, but again, you have to be very particular in how you approach it. You've got to make sure you know you're in it for the long haul. It's not like getting rid of a lake house where everybody wants it. It's going to be a particular person that comes along or you're going to have it till you pass or you're going to default on it. One of the three. So, um, so listen, it might be okay, but there are a lot of negatives and you have to understand them. Uh, the next one I want to talk about that, that could leave you with consequences is not addressing long-term care. And I oh, get it, yeah. you know, long-term care, it's you know, admitting your own mortality and what, you know, the end of that could look like. That's, that's tough for a lot of people, but let's think about this. Uh, the national median cost for assisted living was $48,612 in 2019 and a private nursing home room was $102,204. That's national median. Realize there are some places where that bring those costs down. I know here where I'm, you know, in the Northeast, it, that is not your average cost. It is quite a bit more than that. When it comes to long-term care, I certainly urge listeners to meet with a financial professional, go over potential options like long-term care options. There's, that's not, you know, there's more than just your traditional long-term care insurance out there. There's a lot of things you can look at. It's not what it was 20, 30 years ago. A lot of those policies don't even exist anymore, but it's definitely something you need to think about. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously long-term care 
is a biggie and it isn't fun to think about it. You know, nobody wants to think about something like that, but if you have a good strategy in place and get that all squared away, working with a financial professional, you can then move on with your life and focus on happier things. It's like eating the one apple in the trick or treat bag before you start in on the candy bars and suck. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I like that analogy, Tony. Uh, hey, listen, this one kind of leads to that next one, and that's putting off legacy planning. It's another big retirement mistake. Remember, dying without a will may mean your assets end up in probate. And that means your assets could be tied up in court for a long time. That can create difficulties for those you leave behind. And the scariest of all, not having a will may mean a judge gives your assets to an estranged spouse or a relative you barely know. So much like preparing for long-term care, you should start early on creating a will, draft a power of attorney, healthcare directives. Once you've done that, you can really breathe a sigh of relief, better focus on the more enjoyable aspects of retirement. Well, you're right, Matt. I mean, for the most part, retirement's about having fun, enjoying your new freedom, but you have to take care of business. As, as yeah. Elvis Presley so <laughs> wisely put it, taking care of business. TCB in. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. Next one. How about this? Barring against your home. Might want to avoid that. Yeah. Uh, it, it It's another place where the temptation makes sense. If you've lived in the same home for so many years, you may well have it paid off. You may at least have considerable equity in it. But as you look ahead to the things you want to do and experience during retirement, is taking on a new monthly payment really the best strategy? Rather than barring against the value of your home, one option might just be sell it outright, purchase a smaller home. Then again, beginning, maybe you don't relocate, you stay in the community you're at, but you, that way you can provide both everything you need while also putting some money in your pocket. Now, if you have no desire to leave your home and need to tap into its value, you should work very closely with a financial services professional so you can do it as wisely and efficiently as possible. Well, sure. You definitely want to do that. I mean, it comes down to a strategy. When If you borrow against your home, that cash infusion might seem like a real treat, but once those monthly payments begin, it starts feeling more like a trick, right? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, we, we want our lives full of treats, not tricks, right? right? And, and yes, we've had a lot of fun today, you know, talking about this, you know, Halloween, using some not so spooky language to liven up the topic, hopefully a little bit. So in that spirit, get it? In that spirit, Tony? Yeah. Uh, real Bad quick, fun. I want I just want to switch back to a more enjoyable topic and Kiplinger's advice to not underestimate planning for the extra leisure time you'll have when you retire. Oh yeah. You know, eight hours a day, 40 hours a week over the course of your career is a lot of time. You were definitely going to have to find something else to fill your calendar. And maybe it's a part-time job. Maybe it's at the zoo and amusement park if you're around one so that you know, you're busy having fun and it doesn't even really seem like you're working. Maybe it's volunteering at a school, arts organization, gardening clubs, whatever it is. Another great, they're all great options. You can dedicate far more time to your favorite hobbies this way. Whatever it is, it's important not to spend those newly open eight hours just sitting on the couch, flipping through the channels and let your mind slowly slip away. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You have to stay active. That's the key. You have to keep doing something and have a purpose. And that is a challenge. I mean, you know, you've worked uh, 40, 50 hours a week. How are you going to fill that time? Now, speaking of time, we're out of time for today's show. Is there anything else you want to add? You know, when we started talking today, Tony, you mentioned a, a great line from the great panned Jefferson airplane or starship. I forget what they were called at that point. They were point, called starship, actually, at that, at that point. point. 
Yeah. Uh, and it was knee deep in the hoopla. And, you know, we have <laughs> we're in it. We have some out. We have some hours to go before the election day is over. Uh, luckily, again, hopefully we all had some great time with family over the Halloween weekend. Being divided isn't a great way forward, folks. So no matter who it is that wins, let's hope they succeed at getting this country back together, getting us staying on the right track, moving towards, you know, a, a bright future for all of us. Uh, if you have any questions about what we talked about today, again, if you have any suggestions for future topics, please reach out 800-339-9252, or you can get us online at compass-ltd.com. Our initial consultation is always complimentary. There's no cost. There's no obligation. Uh, please never be afraid to take care of that. And again, if you have any suggestions for future shows, hit us up and let us know what you'd like to hear about. Till then, you have a great week. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252 or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD. Compass, a registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC, Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities, LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities, LLC, and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisor services offered by Gradient Securities, LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.